Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Design Exchange. Today, I have a special guest with me um, via Zoom. His name is Timothy Morenzi. And right. Timothy, I, can you can you believe I remember that? <laughs> I, I'm actually shocked about that. <laughs> I know, I am too. Um, Timothy, we've met... We met online in one of our designer groups way back when, yeah. and you have developed, we've been trying to get you on the podcast for a while, timings mm -hmm. have always been tricky, but you, tell me a little bit about your background. You started a platform, which we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, mm -hmm. called Edema, but how'd you get started in the design world? Yeah, 2008, uh, I was trying to go to college, well, I, I went to college, but I was looking at colleges, and I, I followed, I followed someone to Florida and right before college, my aunt was redoing her kitchen and her bathroom. She knew I was going to college initially for fashion merchandising. So she's like, why don't you tag along? See if you like design. It's like, I'm not going to like it, but whatever. So wound up helping her and just, I fell in love with it. So throughout college, I just started getting projects from, from her referring me. Uh, and then in 2013, I moved here to California with my, uh, with my husband. Oh, from Florida? Yeah, from Florida. What part of Florida? Yeah, Tampa. That's one of my favorite areas. I have a friend there. And yeah. I'm actually, I just booked a ticket last night to go see my friend in Palm Beach, Trish Bodette, who was on mm -hmm. HGTV. Yep. Um, I'll be talking to her about your platform while awesome. I'm down there. But so you didn't think you'd be motivated to do interior design and you ended up fashion and interior design kind of do go hand in hand. Um, they do. Yeah. Design follows fashion. And uh, I would say the average person maybe purchases or owns maybe a total of seven sofas in their entire lifetime. But to yeah. me, that's like, uh, to me, sofa is a piece of art. It's artwork. Yeah. Um, and it's all about the quality and the construction and everything that goes into any kind of furniture. I love doing lighting and wallpaper. Uh, I, I mean, I do it all. But what's your favorite part of design? The psychological part, getting into the client's mind. I'm, I'm very much like, I'm an introvert, but I'm also an observer. So I, I watch people more than like I talk. And it's interesting trying to get into the client's mind to understand how they live in their space and um, curate the, space. Like the perfect space for them for that. Uh, I've, I've never been a fan of just choosing stuff that, that makes it look nice. Uh, it, it very much is geared towards you know, the, the client and, and how they feel in their environment. I get a lot of people that think that I'm gonna uh, push my design aesthetic on them, but they yeah, don't realize the questions and process that I go through to get into their yeah. mind and define their style. And people yep. are always telling me, they're like, oh my God, you really did a great job. Yeah. And you, I now know my style. Some clients so, actually are flabbergasted that I ask them intimate questions when we get to the bedroom because they're like, well, you're, you're a stranger. We're not supposed to talk about, it's like, look, I'm not judging you. I just need to know. Yeah. You know, like, I had to, I did, I was with a client in 
Irving, Texas. Um, he's a friend of the show. And uh, we actually filmed, <laughs> we filmed a show together. Um, that's supposed to be coming out soon. But I had yeah. to ask him how he uses his bed. <laughs> and he was like, why are you asking me this? And I'm like, because the legs are here and it's put together like this. I was like, so if you want to do whatever you do in bed, can you do it like this way? So the frame is good. <laughs> Um, it's all valid it's it's funny how we have to um we are we get in we get very personal into clients lives yeah yeah we do so how did you end up coming up with endema endema i should introduce it first endema is timothy's uh software that he came up with um i-n-d-e-m-a dot co and it's a crm software so a lot of you, a lot of younger designers listen to this podcast. A lot of you clients also listen to the podcast, but CRM stands for Customer Relations Management Software. And it's basically our backend operations and how we communicate uh, with our vendors, with our clients and how everything goes. So what gave you the idea to come up with Endema? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of dipped my toes in technology in 2016-ish, like the end of 2015, early 2016. Uh, and it was me being kind of like petty and not wanting to pay for Hootsuite. So I had a friend who said, well, why don't you just code your own thing? I was like, I don't know how to code. I don't have time for that. So like, just hire a developer. So I wound up finding a developer who still works for me today, which is amazing. Uh, he's actually based out of Pakistan, most humble person you'll ever meet. And he built what, what we called eventually Social Mako, which was a Hootsuite and Buffer alternative. And then um, I wound up selling that in April, 2020. And at that time I was like, I, I don't wanna really design anymore. I was getting really crappy clients where almost like maybe nine out of 10 clients were just a nightmare. Um, and it really started eating at my morale. So it's like, I need to get into something different in design. So at that point, I was like, well, you know, looking back at 13 years, 12, 13 years of design, I was like, what, what could I have done to, to, to do better at my job? Like, what did I completely fail at? And it ultimately came down to organization. I had binders and all this oh, stuff. Oh, the so, binders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we use the binder I mean, I, system. The funny it's... thing is when I started coding for Indima and when we got to beta testing, I was still actively designing. I still didn't even use my product because I was still so like hung up on you know, being disorganized. I'm like, oh, well, there's 13 years of, you know, constantly doing the same thing. As designers, um, we're known to be disorganized, though. You of know, course. I mean, it's yeah. any artist. Like, our brains function yeah. differently than other people's. And sure. hopefully we have the teams behind us to run our organizations. Exactly. Um, your Endema program, I've been thinking about it. So I have to admit that we recorded this podcast um, actually uh, yesterday and we have had to re-record because of my disorganization and not knowing how to um, save it. So we're, we're on uh, take two of this, but I've been thinking about this all day. And what we went over with Indima is how cool it is that you have your all your contact management goes through it. Mm -hmm. uh, your payment systems go through it. Uh, you use Stripe, you use uh, PayPal, Razorpay, mm -hmm. Paystack, and you don't have additional fees for that. Is there no. not, so is there no processing fee for that? If a no, so um, 
there's two different ways because there are other platforms that charge like additional one percent on top of that on top of whatever stripe charges so we you you have your own stripe account uh we, there's no like middleman where we have we use stripe connect that would allow us to take on an additional fee um so because you have your own stripe account and money goes from your client's bank to your stripe account we're not really managing any of that so there's no need to charge a fee so um, it's just a 2.9% plus 30 cents per transaction for credit card. And then even ACH is less than QuickBooks. Our ACH is 0.8% uh, with a $5 cap. So um, yeah, it, it, it's really nice. That's pretty good. Um, and then you have templates on here. And um, we had talked about this in the past where I had, I've been through I consider myself the new part of the first generation of uh, technology interior design. Like mm -hmm. the designers before I started, they didn't have these CRM management tools. They were just working off of an Excel spreadsheet. And even if they were that advanced, they some of them are still working off a pen and paper. Um, yeah. But now you have templates that you have within the program for all of the projects, for creating a project. You have your time tracking and billing built in. You have a social media add-on, which is a big thing, which I guess that's where you're getting your Hootsuite background. So yeah. I know I pay for Hootsuite and I don't even know how to use it. Um, uh, I, I Last night I challenged myself. I went, I took the dog for a walk and I challenged myself to take three Instagrammable pictures. Mm. on my walk and i posted them last night but it's hard and to have that built into a system is very interesting um you have an automatic automate your billing mm -hmm. um with invoices estimates po's yeah so does that include the builder side of the software or does it is that a separate add-on? Like if we're a design build farm, because I, I do a, yeah. a lot of my designer friends, we do a lot of uh, remodeling and we control the contractors and mm -hmm. we also do the design side. So is this, is your program one that integrates both of those? Or To a degree, uh, it, it favors design more um, than GCing, um, mm -hmm. but we do have GCs on the platform. Uh, and the interesting part too, is we also have it to where we don't like our users are called employees in the system. They can be interchangeable in our system. So you can actually like add a GC to your project as an employee, and you can set custom roles and permissions for them. So they can only see and do certain parts. So those custom permissions would be add view, update and delete, uh, permissions for pretty much everything in the system. So if you wanted your GC to not really necessarily have an account, but you wanted them to add all of their tasks into the system, which That's then would just, convert. I was literally just about to ask if they can control yeah. their task and phase management. And they exactly. Can, can they check off and communicate back with the designer? Yeah. And I mean, as, so long as you give them permissions to do that. Yeah, for sure. That's neat. Is that, does yeah. that come with the package price or is that an add-on? hundred percent. Yeah. The only thing that doesn't come with it is training, of course. Yeah. Um, and then the bookings is a $5 a month add-on, which is a Calendly alternative. And then the social media add-on is even free. But if you want higher limitations, it's $15 a month for the social media add-on. So, and it looks um, like you have pretty much, you can do your contracts online, which is great. You can sign things yeah. online. I know you told yeah. me you have training available. Um, 
human resources, manager employees, set custom roles and permissions, mm -hmm. track attendance and time off. So you're literally putting into like, does that do payroll as well by chance? We actually had a payroll section where you can generate pay statements, but we're, um, we're actually a global platform. So we discovered that not only in the United States, there's 50 different jurisdictional requirements for payroll. There's uh, then for us, it's a lot worse because we're global. So we have what well, I would say well over 3000 different jurisdictions for payroll processing. So there's no possible way we can go back into that. And I don't think I want to. <laughs> That's I know, too much. I know, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. But you employees can track their time, like clocking in and out through the system, and you can see what they're doing, and they can hundred percent, and they can request. Can they request time off and it be put, yeah. managed into the calendar? Yeah, That's absolutely. Cool. Um, and there's also two different time tracking in a in a sense because you have your employees clocking in for the day, clocking out for lunch, that kind of thing. Uh, and then on the same level, employees can also track time for hours that you're going to bill your clients um, in the system. So they're, they're tracking that, you know, like the sourcing time and all of that stuff. So uh, then you can go ahead and bill your client with a click of a button as well. I love the aesthetic of this. And I know I, I'm looking at the auto time tracking that you have on here. I'm imagining it's like a uh, stopwatch feature oh, yeah. for yeah. each client. And I love the way you can integrate this with the Google Calendar. Um, I guess a good question I would have, would it integrate with an Outlook Calendar? Soon, yeah. Soon. <laughs> Outlook's a little bit more complicated. <laughs> uh, but we, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be integrating with um, Outlook. I think the ETA and that's probably by the end of June, uh, to my understanding, from our dev team. GoDaddy is who I use as my... Um, uh, for my website and stuff. And they made us switch to Microsoft 365. So we have to use yeah. Outlook. That's the reason I'm asking. But a lot of people yeah. do use Google Calendar and you're already um, able to integrate into that. I love yeah. the way the system is so streamlined with the black and white. And you were talking to me about the colors and how mm -hmm. you manage that. Um, did you do this all on your own? I love the way it looks on Yeah, the... The user interface I did actually through Photoshop. <laughs> so I, I literally was like making the lines with the line tool and, you know, putting the text and all that stuff. And then I just gave that to our dev team and they just made it happen. Um, and then of course, like they make their own decisions on certain things uh, if it doesn't make sense or, uh, so it's definitely a team collaboration for that. Um, but yeah, it, there was in the beginning, right before we changed the user interface, we did um, more of like an A-B test. We had one version which was our old, old version, which was like super, super colorful. Um, you could definitely tell a gay guy did it. And then <laughs> we had a second version, which was the one you see. And we actually discovered that designers were, were working a lot more efficiently on the black and white because it wasn't so harsh on the eyes. Um, so we, we do take into account the uh, ergonomical components of, of that. Yeah, I love, tell me about these, Tell me about how the mood board and vision boards work. Um, I do, yeah. I'm old school. I was telling a client today that I was at her house and she needed bulletin boards. And I go, oh, I have a ton of, I have a ton of cork boards that are black. I go, I'll, I'll bring you some over because we used to do mood boards by hand and put the pin, the fabric and blah, blah, blah. And then we yeah. switched to trays and we'd be carrying the tray yeah. over with each sample. <laughs> And now it's basically all through PowerPoint. Yeah. So 
Um, but these, your vision boards look great. Like how, how are you, I'd love how the one that I'm looking at on um, just the website, indema.co, if you click benefits, I love how, I mean, it looks almost like PowerPoint on steroids because you have the pricing in there too, right? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that we need to connect with projects. If you're doing it in PowerPoint, um, the biggest inefficiency is having to upload pictures from your computer. And then even the background remover is not very good with PowerPoint. Um, and, and Try doing it on a Danny like... Russo light fixture. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to do that this morning and I'm like, oh my God, I had to click keep headache. this, keep that. <laughs> yeah. Is. So we, uh, we have a pretty state-of-the-art back remover. Um, like literally, you can click a button and it removes amazingly. And I can do a side-by-side. I think we did a side-by-side with a um, platform that I won't mention uh, just to kind of see. And it was, it was night and day difference between the two. And ironically, we use the same tool and the same can you tell me technology. The first letter, as can you tell me the first letter of the platform? That wouldn't even help you. Because <laughs> it starts with the D. Okay. Yeah, you have like five options still, even saying that. Um, okay. I mean, am I allowed I to say it? it? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you could. We don't want to talk negative about anything. We always want to be. Yeah. Positive. No. I mean, so and, and if, we've now, gone honestly, through. We've talked when we were talking the other night. I've gone through yeah. Studio Webware, and Studio Webware changed your name to Studio Designer, and it was yeah. a hot mess. And I'm not ashamed to say that because I was paying for it. I couldn't get support. My clients were yeah. not being billed correctly. I had so much backend work to do. It did not uh, integrate with QuickBooks. And then they did studio, they renamed it to Studio Designer 2.0. And that was yeah. just, uh, I don't even know how to describe that. It just made me, like, I was like, I'm paying for this. Like, it just made me not, I want to pay for something. But the way I'm looking at your system, and I'm not ashamed to say I, I use um, House Pro. Uh, House Pro came off of the Ivy system. Ivy mm -hmm. was based out of uh, San, San Francisco and House purchased them. And uh, they've, they've, done, they've done a decent job. Not, mm, there's, there's kinks. We had to go to House Pro training at High Point uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's different, but I love how you have most of the same stuff that I see in the House Pro software. And I think what um, the benefits of your system to uh, get a designer involved is that the word house isn't involved because a lot of designers are afraid to share their information with house. Um, yeah. And it's honestly, it's not even just house either. Like studio designer has some issues with, you know, privacy concerns that the founder recently came out with, with, you know, selling data. I mean, I think almost every company, every designer should look into and scrutinize because there is a lot of data, including client data that goes into the system. And uh, I think it's important to know what that company is doing with that data, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that your system creates tear sheets, just like um, yeah. Ivy would. And you can have a branded tear sheet with three up to three images. You can do RFQs for your clients. A lot of the new designers don't know what an RFQ is. Mm -hmm. RFQ, just in case nobody knows, it's called request for quote. 
there's another word for it too. It's three letters. I can't remember. We have waiting for quote. That's another mm -hmm. um, one that uh, we're using. But these look really good. I'm looking at um, on your site, source products fast with our in-browser product clipper. So you have product mm -hmm. clippers. Studio Designer had a product clipper. Um, uh, what are the advantages? Like, does this? How advanced is this clipper? Are you able to set the price? Does it work with all websites? That's a caveat. So we looked at um, first and foremost, uh, we we look at like every kind of angle we could when it came to the product clipper in regards to do we do a cool a, like a Google Chrome extension um, and then a Safari extension. And it was a quick no because if we did Google extension in Chrome or sorry, uh, so Chrome extension and a Safari extension, the problem is that. Chrome launches their or releases and approves their extension to relatively quickly, but Safari doesn't because it's through Apple. All of our so we could theoretically have like all of our all yeah. we always advise everybody to use Chrome. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but the, the fact is that then we would have you know a few designers have one version of our Clipper and it was you know outdated until you know Apple approves it. So a browser extension was the way to go, but there's also some cons with that where. A browser extension essentially is like JavaScript code, which is running on top of a website and you're, you're essentially scraping the data from that website. So there are websites that don't work. Um, we've, we've found a few of them, uh, but the good thing I think in this is kind of like our flex just as a team is if that does happen, just let us know and we can adjust the code and try to make it work on that website. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you could do everything from clipping up to three images um, you can select the project, the sales category, the room code, um, the price, the markup. You can do dimensions, materials, and, and then even on our product page, there's, I think, like 37 different key points that you can determine on a product down to estimated ship date, actual ship date, acknowledgements, you know, CFA approved date. Uh, you know how shipping is date. right now. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. It's actually quite but, funny. Um, I called my receiver today and um, all of this mm -hmm. stuff is showing up and there's my receiver is so far behind. They had no work yep. the first of the year. And now they, they got a hundred pieces in just today. And I'm like, oh, by the way, I have a bunch of pieces coming. <laughs> I'm like, good luck, Godspeed. Um <laughs> But I'm loving like how you say I'm, a couple of prayers. Yeah, may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Seriously, um, I love this estimate tool where you can your client. So on an estimate, is an estimate considered basically like a proposal? Yeah, we actually during our beta we asked we had 125 designers on our beta, and they spanned from like one individual to a team of 20. I think the largest team was 26 based on New Zealand, and we asked them, you know what's the difference between a, propo a proposal and an estimate? And it was like, I think 80% of them said they're interchangeable. Um, they are know, interchangeable and, and my clients don't get that. I would rather be able to call them estimates because yeah. an estimate and a proposal, they always can change. Shipping always changes. You never know what, like I never, we don't invoice yeah. anything until it's installed in the home, signed off on, there's no damage. But in, yeah. in between anything could happen. And yeah, exactly. that's why you hire a designer is to address those kind of issues. Yeah. But I love how I'm looking at what you have here and you're calling it um, an estimate and the client, it says signature and confirmation of identity. So mm -hmm. a client is a client can actually sign that from an iPad or how does that work? 
Yeah, they use their mouse or trackpad. Mouse Actually, or trackpad. I haven't tested that on an, on an iPad. It should. Um, I'm pretty sure it worked. I'll test it and let you know. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're making me. You're making me want to switch. And yeah, right. So be... um, they can they can also actually approve or decline each line item in the estimate, and you could of course turn it off, and then they have to physically sign the estimates, and then you get that actual signature generator on the PDF, which I think is really important. Uh, and then uh, from there, the second that the client signs that estimate, our system automatically converts the approved items only to a purchase order and also an invoice at the same time. And then I took it a step further because a lot of the things that I did was like because of my challenges as a designer. So I always was chasing clients to pay their damn invoice. So the second that this estimate converts to an invoice, it actually converts to an unpaid invoice so they can pay it right there um, without you having to like go and chase them, even though you probably will still chase them. But well, I won't order anything until I have money. So right, exactly. Like, you got to get um, you got to get the money first. And a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we have to order stuff. And it's the same if you're going to Walmart or you're shopping at walmart.com, you're shopping at amazon.com, whatever you're ordering, you have to pay for first. So it's sure. so different in the yeah. design world. You always, and I made that mistake way back when I first started, I was ordering yeah, things. Um, but do you have on your contracts? So I was looking here, you have contracts, create, send and manage client contracts, collect signatures and execute your agreements. Mm -hmm. Do you have contract templates in your system that designers can use? Yeah, so essentially our contracts are, are a little bit more basic. So unfortunately, not yet. Uh, you wouldn't be able to like have a branded contract on the PDF and upload that sort of like DocuSign, how DocuSign does. We'll get to there probably by the end of the year. Um, but this one's really just a copy and paste of your text version of your contract. Um, and in there, you can make it really be a contract template and you can import these like what we call quick variables. It's like, you know, the little weird brackets and it says like client dash name uh, and it'll auto import that information based on the client you select for you. So that way you're not having to like edit that contract every single time and typing the client's name or the client's address and stuff like that. Um, but of course, if you have more fields that aren't covered in that, that just means the more you're going to have to edit that information, which you have to do anyway. Yeah. But yeah, we're trying to make it as efficient as possible and as easy as possible for you. Um, tell me about your marketing, because I'm looking now I'm down your social media marketing, which it says yeah. completely free. Within Dima Social, you can automate your posts to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest, coupled with analytics, streams, and smart reposts. Canva integration coming soon. I've heard a lot about Canva. I don't know what it is. We don't have to talk about that. But okay. I love that you built this Hootsuite into this so talk to tell me tell our listeners a little bit about that a lot of our listeners are um they're the they're a single designer they're a new designer and they don't know a lot of these things um especially i see a lot in the, our facebook groups a lot of people asking what's the hardest thing that you're struggling with right now and a lot of the designers are saying social media they don't know what to do with social media. They don't know how yeah. to work it. And I can tell you, I had a publicist that I was extremely happy with. However, <laughs> it was very costly to have them just posting for me. And they kind of sanitized my brand on Instagram. And you could tell where they did it. But uh, social media is so important because all of my work has, all my jobs have come from Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. so, um, tell us a little bit about 
how you've integrated this so so meticulously from what I'm seeing. Yeah, all of that like came you, from the experience from Social Maker, right? You yeah. know, so uh, having to deal with like Facebook APIs and LinkedIn API and all that stuff. Um, it, it was relatively easy to do with Indima because I had that experience with doing it on a different platform. Um, but I think it really comes down to the individual, right? Like we're, we're, even though we're designers, we're not supposed to be perfect at everything. Even though that tool is there, we would still highly recommend hiring someone to do it, but at least it's there. So you can also go in there and see, you know, I could tell you, I could tell you right off the bat, going with Indima and going with the plan pricing, which we'll talk about in a second, um, just having that social media and marketing and being that included in your plan, that can save you up to $2,500 a month Yeah, um, between the average um, social media person charges between $950 and $2,500 a month. I can tell you that yeah. from experience. So having that is a huge benefit uh, in my yeah. mind. And, and we're then, actually the only tool like CRM tool uh, that even has social media management intertwined with it in the world. There's, there's no other CRM that has the ability to schedule social media um, and then manage your clients, leads, your vendors and all that stuff. Like we're just extremely unique with that. Yeah. God, you're making me want to switch now. <laughs> um, so um, I'm trying to think what else I'm looking. I love how you just did the black and white, plain and simple, easy mm -hmm. to read. Um, I haven't played around with the program yet. I might try to do that because I have some new people coming on. Um, did you tell me that the building side was separate? Because I have a, a I have an intern coming on who's going to be working for her dad in construction, and I want her to learn the building side. Did you tell me that was an option? It's it's all pretty much the same platform. So we do have builders that use the same exact thing as designers do. It just really all depends on how how in depth you want that to go. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and one thing to note as well, we're we're kind of also unique because we we build based on feedback of the designers. So um, if you came to us and said, hey, it would be cool if you have this, we'll most likely do it. If it's not complex for us to do, please don't abuse that. That's, that's not it's not cool to abuse. <laughs> now you own the company, right? Like, yeah, 100%. This isn't, so we're yeah. as our listeners should know that we are talking to the owner of the company of this actual platform. Um, you're not going to have where House um, House Pro is owned by a company in India. Uh, studio designer is owned by um, a group of people that we won't mention names, but. <laughs> It's nice that we have access, you have access to the owner. And I even saw in here, you have um, stellar support is what I saw, I think said on here. <laughs> yeah. um, you're making me want to switch. <laughs> but yeah, you have, we have quite a lot. Yeah, and you have other add-ons coming soon, order tracking and procurement. What's that mean? Oh, order tracking is so fun. This is, we're, we're struggling with this. So it's going to take a while, but um, when you go and have like, a, let's say a tracking number for UPS, you can literally just Google it and find all of the updated information, right? So yeah. what we're trying to do is where you can enter in that tracking number inside Indima, and it will use what's called a Chrome job to basically search the internet for the data for that tracking number. And it will display that information inside Indima for you. 
caveat to that is our whole industry is like there's so many freight companies that i know i was was just about to say america west ships out of um what's it called industry city in la industry city yeah industry city they ship out of in yeah so you have to go to america west we use Java Freight, blah, blah, blah. But we're able to put in um, tracking and PO. Will that work with that? Or do you I mean, technically, to... you can manually track everything, like as long as you have the update, which most people have to do anyway. So it's not really that big of a deal. But we're just trying to figure out a way how to get at least the more known like FedEx, UPS, and like the FedEx, you know, freight to be able to update that information automatically into the system for you. My biggest question for you is asset mm-hmm. and inventory management. And I know why you're asking that. <laughs> you, you know why or you don't know why? No, I know why because you're- You sure. know why because we did this podcast yesterday. <laughs> but I mean, they're like, yeah. I, I have, I'm sitting, I'm literally sitting on about $300,000 worth of product at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I need to, I'm in the process of opening a store. So if I were to open a yeah. store and I wanted to switch and I wanted to use the Endema software, will it track my um, inventory? It, look, it all depends on, on what you need to track, right? Um, and right. I think that that's the most important thing is understanding every key component that you need to track. I can say that you can add all those stuff in, all the products into Indema uh, and not even attach it to a project. So like when that time comes that. where you want I to. Make, I make it with a proposal, but then that right. messes up um, with, that kind of messes with my numbers if I wanted to get correct numbers. Well, you don't system. have to attach it to a proposal for us. So mm-hmm. yeah, so you could literally just have like your product category or your product library, I should say, with as many, as many items as you want in there. Um, and then when the time comes that you want to sell that to a client or something, you just attach it to a project, create an invoice from it, and you're good to go. Let me give you a quick suggestion. You should have, sure. do you have a mobile app for Endema? It's coming out in July. Okay. And there, there is a, a thing we're doing for you home should... stagers where we're going to scan QR codes. Yeah, you definitely need to do that. You should add something where when we go to markets like High Point Market or Dallas Market and we take an image of something that we don't necessarily know if we're going to order or not, Mm -hmm. we can actually take a picture of it, put in the showroom name and number while we're on the go and make a note about it and like kind of a market side to the app. Like, oh, I saw this at market. This is a great idea. This is coming down the pipeline. My vendor rep said this is going to be available blah 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 everything that i saw at high point uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago they were saying it's not gonna be available until quarter three which is i always say late october um but that's something like it's something i would want in my inventory um, yeah but we're really i'm really struggling to find an inventory management and i'm so sick of having to pay shopify and uh, this and that uh, and it's like you have to buy an add-on for shipping so i mean you're providing a lot for you're providing a lot and yeah um your yearly plans um they start out for um a small size design firm you're at 3208 a month um if they paid for it for the whole year do they get a discount it's, it says 385 for a year 
one yeah, month that's free. one month free. Yeah. And that's one user. So if you're a single design firm and you're the only designer, you'd, you'd want to do that. Um, yeah. A hub designer would be for a, a medium-sized design firm. You have up to 10 users. Uh, well, I could do larger because they're, after 10 users, it's $7 per month per user. I saw Just because of space requirements. Yeah. Um, I made a big mistake where we, our very first plan that we had, the hub plan used to be called VIP and it was unlimited everything. And we have a design firm based out of India on our platform that has 123 employees on our system. Um, and they use up the most space, like probably like a good 8% of our server costs are from that design firm alone. So we had to kind of uh, pivot in a sense to for at least the hub plan to not make it un unlimited users. There is a huge value in the system. So I'm going over the sure. yearly plans. Um, and then if you're a bigger design firm, uh, it's 45.83 a month, build at 550 per year and you get two months free. Your monthly plans, um, for some reason, mine aren't loading right now, but I could tell you off the bat that every benefit that you've told me, uh, so if we're if you go on a monthly prescription as a single designer, you're at $35 a month. And that's pretty average in this business. Um, that's one user, one account, unlimited projects. If you're a hub user, you have up to 10 users. Um, me as a design firm, I typically on my team, I have my bookkeeper, my virtual office manager, I have my office manager, my design assistant, my junior designer, myself. So I'd go with a hub plan. And then you have your uh, um, hub plan is uh, 10 users. And then you have your group plan uh, up to three users set to um, 550 a year with two free months, 50, 55 a month. So these prices are not unheard of or not outside of the box from what I've seen on all the other platforms. And I can tell you as a designer, I've used all these platforms. I used mm -hmm. Studio Webware. I used Studio Designer. I used Ivy. I've used House Pro. For a hot second, I used something, I think it was called Design Manager, and it looked like Microsoft DOS, and it didn't have any of the power that um, this, um, your, that your software has. And I love, I just noticed it says, our no BS pricing structure. <laughs> I love that. You because if you look at the other, like all the other platforms, they're almost all of them are like per user per month. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm not like, look, I'm not about money. Like what, what gets me out of bed every day is knowing that we're helping design firms grow and knowing that like they can become more and more organized. I'm not, I'm not in it to make a million dollars. You know, I've never done anything I do, even with, uh, you know, our community, we give a lot of stuff away for free. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're just, we're a community focus. Um, and I've never been a fan of like those platforms that overly charge for, you know, not really the value that, that you can see with that. So um, we had both talked the other day. There is no one single platform that can do everything correctly. So right. you have to pick and choose. But I feel like from what I've researched with Endema and everything I've looked like looked at, it's been so robust. Yeah. I love like including the social media thing alone. That yeah. is like it's 
Insane. And I'm not getting paid to speak on this. <laughs> I might be sitting. I probably couldn't afford you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm loving all this because my designer friends and all of our designer groups are always looking for social media help. They're always looking for CRM yeah. help. And the Design Exchange podcast that we're on right now, we're here to help you guys. Um, but I tell me, we're going to give you guys. If you want to sign up for Indima, um, Timothy's going to offer a discount code for you. If you sign up using the code Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, and what? Tell me, tell them what that includes. Yeah, twenty-five percent off for the first three months. um, Just using Danny all caps. That's important. Use Danny all caps, and I might even try this out myself. Um, one other thing I wanted to cover with you, do you have any sort of, uh, um, 2d or space planning, um, built into the program? No, you have your room boards. Yeah. Um, and I know house pro is offering like, it's, I call it, it's like AutoCAD light. Yeah. But. I don't know. You have any plans for that at all? I don't know if that would not internally. I don't even know if that helps people. I still like drawing things yeah. out on my own. But. I look. I think that those platforms, like just looking at three D rendering alone, uh, it is so robust and so involved that for for me, it's more of trying to find a company that we can partner with and become more of a community. Um, and one of the companies that we're looking at is called AI House. And um, you is know, the guy that you just... talked to is he really tall and maybe German? Uh, from AI, he, House? I, 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 I don't know. I tested this Oculus software where they actually put um oh. virtual reality glasses on you, and you're gonna have fabrics that you can touch and feel, but you're not gonna, the fabrics are just gonna be gray or white, and you're only gonna be able to see the color of them through the AI. Um, virtual reality glasses yeah, i don't it's, know if that's the same company it might be something yeah, i'm not sure that's what's I, I coming do know they down do, the pipeline yeah i do know they do have like augmented reality but um yeah we're we're just trying to find a company that that we can connect with and partner and become more of a community oriented thing than um than building our own building our own would then result in us probably having to raise our that prices would require and, yes that would require so much programming and coding yeah yeah, maybe down the road, like 10 years down the road or, but the other thing to note too, is we're, we're not backed by any VCs. So we just don't have the, the capability financially to, to build something that extensive. Um, and so, and we, we don't have any plans to sell or get any VC backing or anything like that. So, so we're going to finish up this and I'm going to ask you a very important question. Great. And this is going to be one of the questions that I'm going to be I bet you a lot of my people that I tell or watch this podcast are going to be asking. So say I'm Danny Russo and I've decided to leave my CRM software, House Pro. How would I go about that transitioning from House Pro to Endema? Like how, how complicated is that going to be for me to train on it and import my information Mm -hmm. let's talk about importing first um so 
Ivy, AKA House Pro, uh, has export abilities, which is really, really beneficial to you because you could just import that into Endema with a couple of stuff that you have to adjust. Um, so the, the data migration component is something that also we can help for an additional fee. And we also have certified partners that can do that as well. Uh, so that, that's like kind of a non-issue with the migration. The training part and the, the, the transitional uh, is a little bit more complicated because it just depends on how the designer is with, with training and you know, picking up technology and learning a whole new platform you know, from, from House Pro. And uh, it really all comes down to how fast you guys, you're able to latch on to that information. And when it comes to like the projects, obviously designers have projects all the time. We recommend starting Indima on a small project and having a couple of month transitional period from you know the other platform over to. So uh, essentially- and that's good that you're, that's good that you're offering the three months um, at yeah. no cost. So you're through to train. So when I transitioned from studio designer to um, house pro, I did it right when COVID happened. I signed up for house. I was at Cabus in 2020 of January. And then we got that wonderful pandemic for my 21st mm -hmm. birthday um, in March. <laughs> and we then, um, I had that transition period to learn because nothing was open. Yeah um and I, I took me it took me a good three to six months but we caught on pretty quick so you offer yeah for training you yeah offer, do you offer one-on-one -on -one? how much is the one-on-one -on -one sessions because those are very important uh, they are and, and believe it or not we we don't get a lot of designers having one-on-one -on -one trainings they actually hire our certified designers for that um i actually don't even know a reason why uh, i think they're just I think it's a situation of like the certified partners offer a lot more than just Indema training. Um, it kind of goes deeper into, you know, business process mapping and, you know, that a lot deeper than what we could do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's $50 per hour for training. Um, and we'll train admin team. We do a free onboarding session, which kind of helps now, you set everything up. If you're listening, this $50 an hour sounds expensive to train on new software, but I'm telling you right now, I've worked with Julia Malloy, who's one of the biggest business coaches in the industry. And I've spent $28,000 on her and she has upped my career to the level that uh, I can't even believe how far has she has taken me just from going to yeah. her bold conference way back when and having her come into my office and organize everything. So yep. $50 a month for $50 an hour for training on a new software with your team, you need probably right. five to 10 hours of that. It's going to be yeah. very helpful and valuable. Yeah. And opinion. it also depends too on like how, how your brain is, you know, we've gone through two hour stretches uh, and it, it sometimes with some people, it's a little, it's a little overwhelming for sure. Um, but of course we kind of gear that towards the design firm and, and the employees and see kind of gauge it and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So how can people get in touch with you? Do you guys have an Instagram? I'm looking, yeah. I want to repeat this multiple times because it's I-N-D-E-M-A dot co. And mm -hmm. they have partners they work with um, and ones that I've seen. And are you planning on doing any shows? You know, um, I like going to High Point and stuff. High Point, Cabus, I don't know. Soon. Promoting the... 
Yeah, ironically, um, we haven't spent a dime in marketing. Um, and in the first year of launching, we have over 4,000 users. It's insane. Um, a lot of that came from, um, you know, me having a pod, I used to have a podcast and then from Facebook groups and, and then just the designers loving it and talking about it. So and we haven't spent and just virtually talking for the last two years, I think. And it's yeah, it gotta be around there or even yeah. longer. Yeah. Long, um, yeah. Even longer than that. And you told me about this before you even started it. Uh, I think so. I'm just happy yeah. to finally get you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah so um but i can be reached at timothy at indima.co um and fun fact indima stands for interior design management so it's the first two letters of interior design management um and i think it took us all whole of like an hour and a half to think about so it's pretty fun and i love um, you have on the logo indima we stand with ukraine because we all stand oh, with ukraine it. right now yes <laughs> absolutely um and then for instagram it's indima platform so just um instagram indima platform you guys follow that type in capital d a n n y and you can get 25 percent off was that what we said what do we say yep 25 25 for the first three months um yeah. and then you have you have so many options and this software looks so simple to me timothy almost has me convinced to switch over <laughs> i'm not and, stopping you <laughs> I don't know. I kind of I like the I like the way it looks. I like the black and white. I like the simplicity of it. So I'm all about it. But thanks so much for coming on to Design Exchange. You could follow us. We're on iHeartRadio, um, the TDX podcast on Instagram, TDX Podcast. And yeah, thank you so much for doing this twice with me. <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks for having me hopefully for, this for one taking... actually saves <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> well all right thanks so much and it, hey if you want to switch use code danny you know uh yeah <laughs> try it out i i'll put things in the notes but i i think i'd highly recommend indima i might even i'm seriously considering trying it out um well thank you melinda we're always looking we've gone through all of the software programs and this kind of looks i mean i'm liking your website your website looks great so much information thank you justin contacted me because i could tell that you have a help uh person that's on standby well, i know it's a robot but <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it artificial <laughs> intelligence um yeah, exactly. but justin could help you at any time yeah <laughs> but just remember it sounds like a medical company actually in dima like oh my god what are you getting injected into your lips today oh it's in dima oh, like, the funniest story <laughs> i was talking i was talking to my husband and we're, we're thinking about doing a commercial and we're, we're brainstorming and someone had made a comment a long time ago in a negative light because i got into some shit but um someone made a comment and think it sounds like a like a medical term and it then does. this yeah. oh my god i will be in the commercial i'll be like <laughs> right? what's your name from schitt's creek um oh, moira 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 yep <laughs> i love edema <laughs> so the when she did the idea was like edema you know how like on the end of every medical commercial it's like they talk fast and it's like don't use edema yeah so yeah we're like let's let's do that don't use endema don't if endema you don't if you're over the age of 55 and you don't know how to use yeah. a computer <laughs> oh yeah okay so, sorry no yeah. offense we're not age we everybody no we you know. yeah we're good <laughs> yeah. all right thank you so much for doing this with me i can't wait we're gonna have yeah. you back on again 
and we'll, hopefully I'm going to save this and I'm going to post it <laughs> right. and we're getting it up immediately. Well, but thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being on and we'll talk soon. See ya. All right. Love you, Justin. Justin. Love you, Timothy. <laughs> Where'd I get Justin from? Because of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love your hair. Hope you win. Peace out. Yeah. Design well. Bye. Mm-hmm.